It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones in and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's Purple Pants Podcast, episode 155, Playoffs. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever there are podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast is waiting for you to subscribe, writing a review, and giving your baby boy some five stars. What's the tea, everyone? How was your weekend? How was your Easter? How was your Passover? How has your Ramadan been? I hope that everyone has been enjoying the weather. The weather been a little up and down, warm, cold, warm, cold. But listen, it's no snow. So it's giving very much. I'm happy. 7 p.m. The sun is still out. So it's giving a, a wonderful holiday for me. My sister did not do Christmas this year. And every year my sister normally has a Christmas dinner Barb and I, we do Christmas Eve, we do the little seafood night, but this year my sister didn't do a Christmas dinner, so she was like, you know what, for Easter I'm going to do something, and so our family got together, which was fun, because it, it's been such a long time since we've had regular activities, Barb was there, John was there, my sister, my cousins that I haven't seen in such a long time, and so it was just really good to be with family and friends, I was playing Connect Four with my little cousin Isaiah, and he just thought that he was going be your baby boy and your baby boy had to show him a couple of things now although he probably didn't win like four games but it was the game that I won that really mattered uh, but I am really excited for this week's episode there's so much going on I feel like your baby boy is all over the place I am heading to Chicago this week so when this podcast podcast comes out on Tuesday listen Bryce and when present we are headed to Chicago to watch another episode of Survivor. 42 so grab your tickets because it's going to be a great time we have some amazing people coming we've got the queen the two-time winner Sandra Diaz Twine we've got Andrea we've got Xander we've got Jack we've got Jatia we've got Darnell we've got Sarah we've got Voce listen it's a star-studded event we've got some big brother people coming through we've got our girl Jessica Jessica from Big Brother and some other amazing reality stars pulling on up so listen if you've been to a Bryson Wynn present you know the vibes and if you haven't already listen come on out Chicago show your baby boys some love click the link in my Instagram bio and get your tickets we got so much other great stuff coming up so your baby boy is excited it's feeling like I'm in the playoffs and y'all like what, what you mean the playoffs but you know there are things in your life that you are working towards there are goals uh, that you are setting and being intentional and sometimes it really comes down to hard work and dedication and being consistent with yourself and then all of a sudden you end up in the playoffs of your life where all of the work that you have put in really does matter and it is your time to shine so we are doing all of these this work we are setting these goals we are being intentional and there comes a time when it's time for the playoffs. It's time to show out. It's time to to encompass all of the work that we've been doing whether it's 
updating your resume, whether it's going for a run every other day, preparing for a race, whether it's going on dates, trying to find a love of your life, whether it's saving money to buy a house. There comes that time when it's the playoff season and we got to act and we have to put our best foot forward. So listen, it's very much giving playoffs right now in my life and I'm sure in someone else's life. And so we got to show up. We got to show up being our true, authentic self and walking in the light that we know that we are meant to walk in. So that's why the name of the podcast this week is Playoffs, because we are in the series. We in the tournament right now and we got to show on what we got. Also this week, we recorded the Survivor News with season 41 contestant Evie and Bay Bay. The episode is amazing. If you have not checked it out, episode 154, Are You My Ally? We talk about the two hour merge and then we really get into a organic conversation about representation, about being an ally, what allyship looks like, what intersectionality is and how important it is to address it and acknowledge it. The conversation is by far probably one of my favorite podcasts of this Survivor season. So if you have not checked that out, do yourself a favor and go rerun rerun that episode. Okay. Or watch it on the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel and hit subscribe, write a review. I love reading the comments on the YouTube channel because I just feel like they just different. I feel like I connect to those YouTube comments. Y'all, y'all be talking right to me. Y'all be getting me together. But I am really excited for this week's episode. This is a play by play episode. I told y'all, y'all baby boy has been getting into the sports and I, I, I kind of love the drama. I kind of love the little behind the scenes of what's going on. So we invite our good friend Joey Hatch to the podcast and we are talking Tiger Woods. Why he not wearing Nike? Is Ben Simmons really hurt? I don't know if y'all heard that Cam Newton million dollar worth of game interview, but ooh, we are talking the Lakers not making the playoffs and firing their head coach. We're talking some Sixers. We're talking about about this playing tournament and we are giving some NBA playoff predictions. So you definitely want to tune into this episode and listen, if you're not a sports fan, you don't have to be a sports fan to listen because you know, your baby boy going to cut up any old way. Miss Barb is here for another installment of Barb's message. We have got the freak of the week. And of course we got some church announcements. So listen, although we in the playoffs right now, let's get into these church announcements. On this week's church announcements, I've got two announcements. The first announcement is you already know is Bryson Wynn present. We is out here. And so I told you about 420. We're going to be in Chicago on May 3rd. We are going to be in New York hosting the kickoff party to the RHAP live event. 511. We are going to be in Philadelphia and listen for the season finale of Survivor 42. Your baby boys are heading to L.A. to team up with Lauren Ashley Beck for an epic finale party. So if you want to take participate, not take participate, what in the world? (laughs) But listen, if you want to take participate in the festivities, click the link in my bio and all the information for all of the dates that I listed are there. Like I said, we in the playoffs. Okay, baby boy, not playing. Now, the second church announcement that I want to talk about is, listen, y'all know my best friend slash brother, when DZ is an ally 
to me and always shows me love and uplifts me. And this is my chance to be his cheerleader and uplift him. I don't know if you checked out Wendell's Instagram post recently, but listen, he has another HGTV special coming out April 22nd at 7 p.m. Okay, it's called Smart Home. So set your DVRs because this Friday when DZ is back on our HGTV screens and he is hosting another HGTV GT special. So listen, let's get behind my brother and let's support him. Set them DVRs. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that it's Smart Home on HGTV April 22nd at 7 p.m. And listen, you know I couldn't just go on here and just talk about it. You know your baby boy had to make a little unofficial theme song for Smart Home. Make sure you support my brother, Wendeezy. Ooh, HGTV. I hear it's a new special coming on April 22nd at 7 p.m. But my question is, what's your house IQ? Is it high or low? What's your house IQ? Is it high or low? If it's low, you might need to get a smart home. If it's low, you might need to get a smart home. House IQ, high or low. If it's low, you need a smart, smart, smart home. When DZ is back on your TV screens. April 22nd at 7 p.m. What's your house IQ, high or low? You need a smart home. Smart home, smart, smart home. HGTV, HGTV. April 22nd, April 22nd. Set them BBRs, set them BBRs. Smart home, smart, smart home. Smart home, smart, smart home. Smart home, and we are back this month with your April play by play. You know, your baby boy has been diving, shooting and throwing or catching interceptions into the sports realm and of course we are back with this month's play-by-play with none other than the joey hatch the baby boy is back what it do oh what's up how you feeling joey what up all my purple pants posse what's going on how has everything been good with you since the last time that we've talked sports since the last time we talked sports, uh, everything's been well with me. Just been trying to stay busy, stay out the way, keep my head down. Oh, okay. Well, oh. We ain't, listen, we ain't mad at that. Joey fresh from the shop. He just got his dreads twisted up. So I wish y'all could see me right now. I'm really a snack out here. So he's really feeling himself. So if you can feel <laughs> the confidence exuding through the podcast, it's just because, yeah, he just got his dreads done. And of course, Joey calls me like, how do you think I look? Of course. Like, you look fine, Joey. Because you oh. are the ultimate, like, you get me together. Oh, listen, okay? Maybe one day, soon, we might see Joey on the Zaddy calendar. Oh, my belly out. Let's go. Oh, oh not your <laughs> belly out. Anyway, we are here for some play-by-play, and a lot of sports have happened. Just so we are clear, we are recording on a Thursday. So some of the things that we might be reporting, because listen, this playing tournament, it's giving a lot, and it's stressing me. I know you're hurt. Save I that. know you're hurt. I, listen, we're saving that for the end, because I don't even, I don't even want to talk about it. But <laughs> because I, the NBA needs to 
see me about some questions because I got some. <laughs> I, I just I don't understand it. But let's dive into the realm of sports. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's just get into, you know, golf. You know, we uh, me or you don't play golf, but, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the golf club. I'm crying. The you want to go to, go to uh, Top Golf so I can bust your ass? I mean, listen. Pause. We, <laughs> not the pause. <laughs> uh, we can go to a country club and I can stay in the clubhouse and drink a little margarita on a Sunday morning and dip into the pool. Okay. Dip your toes or dip the whole body? I mean, listen. Well, you know, when it, <laughs> I'm a, a a water baby, so I probably will dip my whole body. Um, but yeah, so let's get into it. Tiger Woods, he is back. He participated in the Masters on April 12th, and you know, Tiger Woods fell short of his goal of winning the Master Golf Tournament and his stunning return from serious injuries suffered in an auto accident, but. He might not have won the Masters, but Bay Bay, he definitely won the television networks because the ratings, bef- while Tiger was gone, they was kind of low. But on April 12th, the ratings on all of the networks that covered Tiger soared. Right. So first thing with, with this golf thing, can we change the name of the Masters tournament? Oh. Like, I don't want to get too spicy right now, Listen. but like, I feel like they can they can come up with a better name other than Masters because we all know the negative connotation behind the meaning of Masters. So I, I feel like it's time, like you know, it's you know the the country is starting to to come to its senses on some things. I I think it needs it needs to come to its senses on everything and and start changing the name for it to sound better and to be aesthetically pleasing to all. Joe, you better go off because I'm I'm so here for that. Also, you know, in like housing, this you know, this ain't play by play realtor, but you know, uh, when people when you're selling a house and a lot of people say like the master bedroom, we know the origins of that. So a lot of the time, it is like you know more PC to say like the the main bedroom or like there are when you stop and think about uh, so many cultural things that we say that is like implanted in our just vocabulary that we think is normal and when you really think about the origin of it um it needs to go so i ain't even mad at that uh i i not not i never thought of the masters like that but yeah um that is an excellent point um it was great to see tiger back i thought that you know I don't really know much about the sports, but I know that uh, while I was away in Pittsburgh, they were talking about it, you know, so I saw it on the TV. But what was more interesting was Tiger's footwear. Right. So, you know, there's been a a couple rumors going around saying is uh, Tiger uh, still with Nike? Is he not with Nike? What's going on? And I think since his accident, um, you know, his swing and things have been off when he was wearing the the Nike shoes. And I think it doesn't provide the back support that he needs because he's had some back issues before, but I think this accident has uh, aggravated it more than he would like. So he's been using, I forget the name of it. I think of it's the brand. Strides. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if that's the name for it, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I do know that he's been wearing something other than Nike. And I, I, I know Nike didn't cut him because he was still wearing, you know, uh, his Nike T-wood, uh, TW hat and the shirt. Um, 
the feet they I'm pretty sure Nike just um you know talked to all of the the media platforms and like look don't look down at his feet. We know he's not wearing the Nike shoes. Um, but, you know, if you're going to show him, show him from a distance because they don't want to cause a stir. But in them not trying to cause a stir, they essentially cause a stir. stir. Right. So that is it. Joe. We know his stuff. So I don't know if any of you guys watched the the tournament. Let, let's use the term tournament. If you watch the Thank tournament, um, there were. A lot of shots of Tiger from far away or from like the belly button up. First of all, if I'm taking a photo, I like a, I like the photo from the belly button up too as well. I Listen. am crying. Get my good side. Where's my bell at? Ding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there were the, like, you know, it was just interesting. And they would zoom in on the hat. And when he was like teeing up the ball. But obviously, you know, the Internet is undefeated. They definitely got the shots and they're on the Internet. And so after the press conference, people asked him, they said, Tiger, why are you not wearing Nike? And Tiger simply said that since the accident, you know, he's got a lot of more nuts and screws into his foot. And simply the his Nike shoe with Nike just does not work with him right now. However, they are in production and working to formulate a shoe that fits Tiger more comfortably. Of course, wouldn't you? He is the face of Nike Golf. Like, it would make all the sense in the world. Like, oh, we need to keep him happy so we can keep making the money off a sport that nobody's really coming to us to buy stuff from in the first place. And so for me, Joey, it's like I don't ever really think of how big the sports industry is that. For me, it like I would think like, okay, he wearing whatever he wearing and it is what it is. But the fact of like your theory of like Nike calling the networks and saying like boop, 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 boop. Hello, this is Nike. Do not show Tiger's footwear. And, you know, hearing that is like, oh, you sound crazy. But if you go to Google, if you go to like, you know, watch any clips from the tournament, that's clearly what happened. Like they are like. They were instructed not to zoom in on his footwear or get those close shots. And it's just like it just makes me think of like how big an industry like sports and endorsement and Nike are. Yeah, Nike is um, not only just in sportswear, but just uh, in terms of branding. Like when you think of brands, Nike is definitely up there on the list of people that you think of first. So yeah, and I ain't mad at Nike. Complete utter sense. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, I, you're right. I ain't mad at Nike. And I feel like Nike, uh, considering a lot of other sportswear, they have been on the right side of justice for a lot of different things. You can think about Colin Kaepernick. Like, you know, they endorsed him and, like, you know, supported him through this whole situation. And he's still not on the team. So, like, I ain't mad at Nike. But I, just for me, it's just like I would have never thought of that. But I guess if I think of myself as a brand and, you know, I'm sure Tiger is in some sort of, like, ex- now my here I'm about to make up a word exclusive <laughs> exclusivity exclusivity like, ex, exclusivity you see Joey is you know Joey and went to his friends because they just love to correct me but here's the thing though if you no, know what I was saying oh 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 <laughs> But, you know, I'm just saying, like, I can understand if you're in a contract, you're supposed to wear these things. But if you are the athlete and the shoe that you are supposed to promote is negatively affecting your game 
or is not providing the support that you need, what do you do? You get new stuff made oh, for man. you. Shout out to Stride. Now, mind you, when I saw the name Stride, I'm like, I know Payless used to have a brand named Stride. Oh, no. And you know, with Easter around the corner, for me, Easter just do not feel the same without Payless. Payless used to be that work, man. Not that I, I've ever gotten anything from no. it, but, you know, I, I took trips with my mom to the store plenty of times. And, you know, they used to have some cute stuff. I, uh, I can't even throw it. Listen, if I needed a dress shoe on the low, I would go to Payless. Uh, if I, at that time, I could not afford Birkenstocks. And Payless had a, a brand uh, Birkenstock-esque that I would be wearing. So, Birkenflops, flops, you know what I'm saying? Bir- okay, Birkenflops. R.I.P. to Payless, you are missed. Um, but yeah, so that I thought that was so interesting with uh, the Tiger Woods. Now, keeping it moving. Now, this might be a sore subject for you, but listen, we got to dive into it. Ben Simmons. We talked about him on the last play-by-play. We <sighs> and the Philly fans was not having it. They let him know. But listen, what my question is to you, Joseph, is so Ben is on a new team. He's been on a new team for a while. They are in the playoffs or like they will be in the playoffs when they happen. Why is he not playing? So, forgive mm. me, God. Mm. He's, you know, he's a black man, and I do champion black men in everything that they do. But as I just do don't I. like, I'm sorry? I said, as do I. Oh, as do I. <laughs> yeah, I just am really concerned about this man's love for the game. Because there are players who physically can't be on the court. But they would give anything to be on the court. And here he has an opportunity to play for a NBA championship. And he's just sitting on the bench. You know, he's getting up. He's, he's even in warm-ups doing crazy spin moves and crazy dunks and all of that. But he doesn't want to play a game. So I don't think he's actually hurt. I think it's more mental than anything. And even with that, and I, I know uh, – uh, mental illness is a thing and I'm not here to to downplay that, but I don't even know if it's mental for him at this point. I actually honestly think he just doesn't have the love for the game and he sees that the NBA is willing to pay him all of this money. Um, So that's my take on the whole thing. So my take is a little different. Um, One, you know that he is suing the Sixers for like $20 million. And there's something with that, too. I think the NBA is going to come down on him hard for that because they're going to try to make it seem as though if if say he is to win that hypothetically, it's going to send the message that, you know, anybody can just do this, switch teams if they don't want to play and still get paid. So the NBA is going to put a cut to this real fast. But continue. So I also feel like because he used the excuse or, and I don't want to say excuse. So forgive me, but he did cite mental health reasons as to why he could not play on the Sixers or why he was not playing on the Sixers. Then he got traded and it would be a slap in the face to people uh, that suffer from mental health illness or people that are, you know, acknowledge that the limitations of their mental health. And it would be a slap in the face to people if he just got on this team and started playing. So I feel like he didn't want to just get on and start playing. Then he's suing the Sixers. And I don't know if you, um, 
ever been in a car accident and you sue the insurance company and you know you go to physical therapy and you know you do this and that uh sometimes during the time of your rehab and you know the insurance company will send people to your home. I don't know if you're aware of this, but they will send people to your home to, to photograph Correct. you. Yes. Yep. And so you can't say that I've been out of work for seven months. I, I can barely walk. And then they got photos of you playing kickball with your kids in the driveway. So right. I feel like with this lawsuit, Ben is like trying to take it easy. However, also due to the pressure of the fans, first of all, y'all see how in detail of this sports. I, first of all, I didn't know sports was so dramatic. They had more knowledgeable like, than me at this point. Listen, okay, my three throw is a little more butters than yours too. No, I'm not. Come on, <laughs> come on. But on, get, okay, get back, your point, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, <laughs> but I also so then he was asked during a press conference, and he said he has suffered a back injury, and that like he has a back injury. So now it's not the mental health; it's his back injury as to why he's not playing. Now you know the Twitters and the Beyonce internets went crazy because they are trying to figure out, sir. When did this back injury ensue? Because you have not played in over six months. Now, granted, granted. Yes, there is a place in this world or a scenario where, you know, you're doing everyday activity. You want to go pick something up the wrong way and you strain the muscle in your back or being the fact that you are a professional athlete. You know, you're you're running, you're dunking, you're jumping as high as you can. You could land the wrong way and, you know, you could have a back problem. But that wasn't an issue when you were on the Sixers, when you oh. failed to take that layup to oh. send us to the oh. next round against the Hawks. You just you said that after everything. Oh, my back hurts. I couldn't I couldn't shoot a layup from I'm six eleven and I can't, you know, turn around and make a three foot layup. How tall is he? Six eleven. Jesus. Um whew, sorry. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> something else. Just just got a little moist in my house. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Um yeah, and honestly, given all the information that I am reading, I I don't know if what the claims that Ben Simmons is saying are true. I honestly feel like it is failure to launch. I think that, you know, Ben is scared. That's that's to he's me. He's been babied I, his entire life, his entire career. He's been babied. That, and that's what a lot of people say. But I, and again, I feel like, you know, he is, I dare to say he might not know his own greatness. And I think that, mental health will play a, a huge part in this in the sense that he's continuing to hear these Philly fans bombard him with your garbage. You can't shoot. You can't this. You can't that. Like, and you, you know, me being on a reality show, you know, Wendell being on a reality show when negative people were coming at him and you know, we know the greatness of Wendell, like that affected him. And so I Big can time. only, I can only imagine what those type of comments must do to Ben and his confidence. And I truly believe that he might be just scared. Like it, it literally might be a mental block um, to playing because it's like, if, if he makes a mistake, they're going to crucify him. But to, to, to play Evels to play devil's advocate, just say that Benjamin, 
just say that. Like, yeah, you know, say like, you don't want it bad enough because, you know, if you do want it bad enough, you're going to do whatever it takes to overcome whatever illness or ailment or, uh, you know, insert line here. You can <laughs> you can overcome any of that if you want to work at it. But he doesn't even want to put the work in. Yeah. And it, it, so it, it's just a lot. And I definitely so when he cites mental health, I definitely can understand and empathize with him however there is a level of you gotta try you gotta like go at it you have to there are millions of people that want to be in the nba that dream to be in the nba um and you have this spot so i i just for me i just wish that he was a little bit more honest at at the end of the day i'm not like how these philly fans are go and do whatever you want to do if you want a lawsuit listen you want a lawsuit get your money if you don't want to play for a team and you want to sit out sit out but like at this point sir you want a whole new team and you're still not playing and it doesn't make sense so i just well we are saying um probably by game four there's a possibility there's a couple rumors going around um that he might be available to play i don't think we'll see it and like i said i can't really um vouch for the source that i got this from oh you know just surfing twitter and happen to stumble across it but you know there is a couple of rumors going around saying that he could be available by game four and again, just think about that pressure, though. If you are Ben Simmons and you are returning to a, a team that has a shot at the ring, you haven't played all season. That pressure for you to like go in and like he can't just go into that game if he goes into game four and just be mediocre. Like he got to go in and go off. He, he has to go in and go hard. <laughs> no pause needed. But I just. It, it, yeah. So. I can imagine the anxiety that must come with that. However, um, you got to put one foot in front of the other and you got to go and you can't be scared of things like that. And so I just hope that he has really good people around him um, that encourage him and uplift him and, you know, just give him the support. And if he does not, I a thousand percent will volunteer as tribute to be on his team to uplift him. Of course um, you would. Now, pivoting a little bit, Cam Newton, okay, and the million dollars worth of game interview, baby. We all know Cam Newton, a very popular player. Did you happen to get? Did you listen? Do you first of all? Do you listen to Million Dollar Worth of Game podcast? Sometimes, um, when it comes to my uh, my, I guess daily podcasts or weekly podcasts. I I like some more than others. Sometimes Gilly and Wallow are a little much. Shout out to them. I do love everything that they're doing, but um, sometimes they're a little too much for me. So I'd rather uh, um, get my information elsewhere. Okay. Well, listen. I I love Gillo, Gilly and Wallow as well. However, Gilly, uh, he's on timeout for me, but that's a different place, different time. We might talk about that on the casual tea. But you know, Cam Newton, he is a American football quarterback, uh, and he's a free agent. So he went on the million dollar worth of game, and you know they talked about a lot of different things. However, they talked about on his preference of the type of women or woman that he would want and he says some things that seem to spark a lot of controversy uh you know he was basically saying that he would like his lady uh or his partner to know her place to be quiet to be in the kitchen 
to be a housewife and really not talk back. And that's the type of support that he wants and uh, needs in a partner. And of course, you know, the internets and the Twitters went crazy. And some of the tweets that I was saying was or reading was basically saying like, oh, okay, uh, coming from the man that had a baby while he's with another woman that just had a baby. Okay, that's the type of respect that you show Cam Newton. Cam Cameron Jarrell Newton. Oh, you got his whole name? Listen, I know a little bit about a little bit of something. And again, my question to everyone or or to Cam is like, who hurt you? Like, who? I, uh, and for me, mental health is a huge component. Anytime uh, Joey and I uh, are, on, are on a long car ride anywhere, how once we get on the highway, Joey, what do I do? You're always probing a question. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and and some and most of the time, more often than not, it it stems around somebody that might be going through. Um, a mental health or mental illness type of situation and how me or you would react to it if we were in those shoes. And how deep do those conversations get? Very. Uh, I enjoy those, those conversations with you actually. Yes. And so my one rule is that like sometimes we'll get in the car and Joey's like, okay, I know you got a question. And I'm like, nope, we got to wait till we get on the highway highway. Um, But again, me, I always like to foster a place of like, you know, I use the term sharing is the sharing is caring table. Although Joey happened to witness one time. Don't, sharing, don't, yeah, we're not bringing that up. He happened to witness one time when the sharing is caring table was brought open and it didn't go well, but I that just sure always, wasn't like, caring. It was not at that day and time. And, um, yeah, but I, I really like to just foster open conversations. And I appreciate Joey being my friend because it's like, you know, whether he thinks I'm going to agree with something or whether he thinks I uh, will disagree, he always says his point of view. And I just, you know, for someone like Cam Newton, although hearing the sound bites and the sound clips. I was about to say, did F- you, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Did you, did you even listen to the, the whole interview? Because people were, were only posting clips. They were only posting clips. And what I will say is that I did go back and listen to the remainder of the interview. And I mean, the clips were lying. Like, you know, it, it just okay. was very a misogynistic role uh, that he seemed to take uh, that sometimes a lot of professional athletes take. But for me, as the social worker in my mind, I am just like, I wish in that interview they asked, what is his relationship like with his mother? What was his relationship like growing up? Did he come from a two parent household? Did he come home a one parent household? Were you in foster care? Like, because to me, everything reverts back to our childhood. The things that we did not have, sometimes we seek out in not positive places. And although I think that his comments were very ignorant, I don't know the origin story of Cameron Jarrell Newton. Well, he so, did. He did happen to say he grew up in a three parent household. Um, his mother, his father, who'd been married for 36, 37 years and his grandmother. So he's also from the South and he's around our age group. I, th- I mean, you're younger than me, so, um, <laughs> <you> know, age. <laughs> uh, but he did, I, you know, I don't have an opinion on this. I don't, I don't want to give my opinion on this. Um, because I, the things that he said or the sound bites that came out were very ugly. And I'm praying that he didn't mean it the way that he uh, said it. But 
I think that him coming from the South and being in our age group, because, um, you know, watching our parents grow up, like, you know, that's how the women kind of were when we were growing up. You know what I'm saying? They were in the kitchen and they didn't really say much. And now the women of today are the complete opposite. You know, they're very strong and they're very knowledgeable and um, they want their men to champion that. So I think Cam Newton growing up in an era where it wasn't championed as that um, is that's the place where it came from, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. No, of course. Like this is a safe space, Joey. So like you don't have to fear of whatever you we understand. And for me, like to somewhat echo that I I don't have any problem with him essentially because I, I felt like essentially what he was saying is that he would like a traditional family. He would like, you know, like the upbringing of he would like his wife that or his partner to be home with the children. He would like, you know, there are, there are certain things that I, I, I I can see and understand, you know, you being the breadwinner um, of the household. And, you know, if that's the type of partner that you would like, and uh, your partner is agreeing to that, who are we to say, or what, like, you know, I just feel like I wish there were more uh, empowerment to say that, like, you know, but if if my partner had aspirations or dreams to to be some like to do something, I want to support it. Or I wish it was followed up with why during my time in the NBA, during my time in the NFL. Because you know it's a very short period. So let me make this money. If you could hold down the household. And then after I get out, I want to support and uplift you and let you be the like, you know, I just I just wish that there it was a little bit more give and take. However, we just got sound bites and from the sound bites, they were a little bit horrific. And in my opinion, in like the Flintstone time period, like, no, women are business women. We had more women billionaires in the last five years millionaires, billionaires that like, you know, like, no. And I, I, I champion my women um and i don't i don't personally subscribe to that because you know what i believe in and you know my lifestyle is quote unquote you know not of the normative but i understand it and i I definitely think that people have their reasons for saying what they want to say and i just wish during that interview there were a little bit more follow-up questions to that and i wish that these sound bites of these bloggers were playing a little bit more because I think that he did definitely say more. Um, I definitely didn't agree with all of it, but I mean, and again, it's his, if this is what he wanted a partner and he finds a partner that agrees with that type of lifestyle, who are we? Correct. I just, my question to him is, would you want your daughter in a relationship like that? Yeah. If I, if, you know, when the Lord is able to bless me with a child, uh, if I am ha- if I am lucky enough to have a daughter, I definitely want her to live her best life and to do whatever she sets her mind to and not have to worry about her partner limiting her. Right. So, I mean, I, I just I, I thought I thought it was interesting and enough to bring to purple pants play by play. Also, we got the Lakers not making the playoffs. I'm happy. Okay. And then they, they fired a coach. What will the team do? Will, 
Will Russell will will Russell Westbrook be back? Um. So there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, they fired the coach because I think, I mean, we all know that LeBron James is running the Los Angeles Lakers, whether you want to believe it or not. So he's unhappy with the coach. He's going to get whatever coach out of there and put whoever he wants to in that place. Um, that's what the team is going to do, whatever their breadwinner wants, no matter what point blank period. Um, they did it with Michael Jordan. You know, they did it with Kobe Bryant. Um, whenever there's a superstar that is running an organization like that, they're going to listen to, not even listen to, you got to do what they say. Otherwise, they're just going to dismantle your team and, and be out. And now you're stuck, um, you know. Even if they're under contract? Yeah. The team wants to make the superstar happy. And that's the problem with the NBA. The NBA runs the league and it's not the league running the NBA. Hmm, no, hold on, wait. Now let's break this down again because still new to sports. It is the the league running no, the NBA. NBA is the not, league. Okay. So the players okay. are running the league or the NBA instead of the NBA running the players. So I agree with that. But I also somewhat disagree because I feel like the NBA, in my opinion, is an institution. And sometimes we have to challenge the institution because I don't feel like the rules of a lot of the institutions are created equally. However, in this situation, I feel like what you are basically saying is that it could be like some not bullying, but like people throwing their title and weight around when it might not necessarily be great for every 100%. team. I mean, the the commissioner does whatever the players want. And a lot of the the general managers and owners of the NBA don't agree with the decisions that the upper brass make. The upper brass want to make the players happy because the players are the ones who are making them the money. That's why I said what I said. Should Oh, oh no, I'm not oh, I'm not, not even being spicy. Leaks. Like you're spicing it up. <laughs> I said what I said. Okay, but so my question to you is I know we're somewhat getting off topic. So who should the league really be making happy, the players or the fans that ultimately support and put their money into the NBA? Then then the NBA plays pays the the teams right. and the I players. Mean, the NBA should want to make the the fans as happy as they can, but the fans are going to follow the players. So that's mm. why they're main priority is keeping the players happy so they can essentially make, you know, as much money as they can. But you're a fan and why are you not happy? I didn't say I wasn't happy. I, I love the, the way the game's going right now. But I thought you said that, like, you didn't necessarily agree with the fact that they, the NBA isn't like setting the rules and they're really just going by with like the star players are saying. Right. So I'm not, happy or unhappy with that i I just oh i'm a fan of seeing what's what is taking place and it'll show its its face sooner rather than later um i believe some owners will get tired of it 
and then the upper brass will try to um, curtail their rules and everything to make them happy. But it's it's, it's going to be some give and take in the upcoming years. So although you're not a fan of the Lakers, do you feel like it was time for their head coach to go? I mean, he didn't really do anything either way. Like I said, LeBron was running the team. Um, he wasn't really um, doing anything that I saw could have made a difference. Yeah, he could have called some more plays for the guys, but you can only do um, the best you can with what you got. The Lakers were injury riddled all season. Ridden. I'm sorry, mm. not riddled. Oh, okay, I, was, I thought I thought that was a <laughs> riddle. Um. Okay. Interesting topic. Heading back to the Sixers. Now you know I can't say this last name, but Joel. No. Embiid. <laughs> no. Oh, Embiid. Oh, that's not. That's not that bad. He makes history. What is the history that the Sixers, Joel, and now also, before you even answer that, so I'm clear, because last time we talked about franchise players, is Joel the Sixers franchise player? Okay, so he made history recently. What's the history that Joel Embiid made? (laughs) I love how you say the name. Um, So he won the scoring title for the 2021-2022 NBA season. And the last big man to do that was Shaquille O'Neal. So it was mm-hmm. it was actually good to see, and I'm happy to say it came from a team that I'm a fan of. But why is this a... Do centers not normally score as much? Why is this such a... From somebody that is somewhat newer to sports, why is this accomplishment so big? And why has no one else since Shaq broke this record so to now? So think of it as he is seven one seven two, Oh. And he's running around like he's oh, my size. Ooh. And he's able to get in the lane. Ooh. And do things that somebody Ooh. that is that size should not be able to do scientifically. So that's why everybody's making a stink Ooh. about it. It's like this guy is a freak of nature and um, it hasn't been seen since Shaq. And I'm excited to see some more of it. You said seven, two. So. Ooh. I got some things he probably shouldn't do either in my mind, but listen, we sticking back to the play by play. Okay. So I get it. Like he's a big guy and historically big guys can't move or be as fast as someone like Allen Iverson. And to be able to put the amount of numbers that he is putting up is worthy. Um, and you know, he's from the Sixers. So, you know, I had to put that on the list for us to talk about. Um, now, We need to get into what I am not happy. And again, we are recording on Thursday. So we're talking about this play in tournament that the NBA has institutioned, I believe, starting last year. And I'm assuming to make the playoffs a little bit more exciting because I'm assuming in each conference, it is the top eight teams, eight or seven. Uh, Eight. Okay. And so now. Uh, eight, team eight, nine, ten, and eleven. They started this seven, morning. Eight, nine, and ten. Where you know what? Okay, seven, eight, nine, and ten. 
They started this tournament to say, you know what? Before the playoffs start, let's get it spicy. And so teams seven and eight will play. Teams nine and ten will play. And they will fight for that eighth spot spot, in the tournament. Seven and eighth spot. Um, I mean, I think it's okay, but I just feel like like for the other team. Well, well, first of all, we'll just get there. The Hornets are out. They were in the tournament and they played against Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta. Trey is different. I do like Trey, uh, but you know, Melo is different as well. Can we can we and stop I, calling? Uh, him, we got to call him Lamelo because seniority states no. that the only Melo I acknowledge is Carmelo. No, listen, listen, and the only Lala that I acknowledge is Lala. And yeah, right, you're making my point for me. So. Listen, he ain't do la la right, so he he gets the the, the mellow in him gets gone. If he would honor la la right, I would have called. Okay. He could have the mellow. But listen, it's either mellow or zaddy. Which one would you prefer? You can call whoever you want to, whatever <laughs> you want to. <laughs> listen, is, is this the podcast making the rules, or is this right, the contributors? Right, right, right. <laughs> So, okay, listen, LaMelo, I just feel like, and again, it's ex- the, the tournament can be exciting. However, it does not give much time for these players that have been playing this 62-game season. I just made that number up. Okay. So oh, I was close, though. With you. It does not. I was just trying to make you feel um, good. Yeah. Listen, I was close. But it does not give these players, like the players that are in the top five, they're resting right now. They get like a week and a half of rest. That rest is crucial. And I also feel like the tournaments should be played not in their home cities. Because it would give the Hornets a leg up. These guys are professional athletes. They can do what they can do wherever. Um, and they're getting paid to do to do so. So that's a bogus um that's a, a flaw in your in your little plan right there. And I'm tired of everybody saying they're a young team. They got next year. I don't want next year. I personally love this tournament because it, it gives me um, that NCAA tournament feeling like, you know, the teams seven through 10 in most cases they're probably like a game or two separated for each other from each other. So it's, it's just like a winner go home, just like the NCAA tournament. You know, if you win, you're moving on. If not, then you're going to be watching the game at, at home on your couch, just like me. You're getting paid to be the best. So be the best. I guess. Um, yeah. So, okay. Joey likes the tournament. I don't necessarily like it. Maybe if the outcome were, and I don't like the fact that if you are team seven and eight and you win that tournament, then you not, it's not done. You still got to play another game just to get in So seven, a possible seven seven game series. Seven played eight. Um, So whoever wins that seven and eight game, they get to rest until um, the next, uh, Right. Nine and so ten. Then nine and ten play each other. The winner 
of nine and ten game plays the loser of the seven and eight game. And then after that, the winner of that next game decides who is the eighth seed. And then after the seventh and eighth seed are decided, um, that yeah, that's you got going to a series game. now. So would you rather? You guys got cooked last night. I'm gonna just say it. You guys, Trey cooked y'all up for like that. They won by like thirty. So, I mean, but we had a hundred points. It was like a hundred to a hundred thirty-two. I don't believe that that's cooking. That's I believe that that's like a session, slight Bryce. win, Bryce. That's, that's a slight win. Down in the, you know what I'm saying? Wherever she lives, cooking up and serving it to you on a plate, saying, "Here, eat." They got cooked. So, would you rather just see one game of that, or would you rather Lamelo and them get cooked for four straight games? That is not good TV. They're trying to make the best TV possible. I mean, listen, it is what it is. We want Melo. I guess I have to wait till next year. I guess I have to buy some more Mellows. I guess I have to buy another jersey. Uh, what do you think about the Timberwolves and the Clippers? Um, I saw the game? ending of it. I was working that night. So when I got home, I, I caught the end of the game and then some of the highlights. Um, Patrick Beverly is well, one of the most animated players that we've ever seen. Listen, listen, okay. Cause you know, I'll be trying to watch a little ESPN, the sports center during the morning. Uh, they were clowning Patrick a little bit uh, because the Timberwolves beat the Clippers, but baby, you would have thought this would you would have thought the way that they were celebrating that they just won the whole that, that they were the NBA 2022 they beat the champions, a top five player in the NBA playing. Like, how happy can you be about that? Like now they're about to go into I mean, into but, who are they playing? They're in the West. So who's number one in the West? Is it uh? Uh, the Suns are about to play the Suns for a seven game series. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying they, they, I think that they were celebrating a little too hard. And even Patrick Beverly, uh, he recently got fined $30,000 for his, uh, language used to the other players and the referees for celebrating. Uh, so here's my thing. Keep it humble. Cause you still in the tournament. My and brother, it's not like he, he's about to get cooked, but, That's but the bottom line, but, Here's the thing. After that game, I did I'm give him crying. a little Instagram follow. He's oh, going to get cooked, and I can't wait. You you guys heard uh, it here first on the Purple Pants play-by-play. Patrick Beverly is going to get cooked. And when you put this little flyer up for this, put me put put a little chef hat on me because I'm cooking stuff up over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we will absolutely put that on you. Also, important to know that Patrick used right. to play for the Clippers. And so him beating the Timberwolves... Putting it in context, I get it. But, sir, you are still in a tournament to play in for the playoffs. You ain't make the playoffs yet. The way that they were celebrating made me feel like I should have been at that game because, listen, anything is possible. Um, I also am curious to know, like, being as though these tournaments are shaping and when this episode comes out on Tuesday, some things would have shifted. But I'm curious to know any playoff predictions. I definitely think the Nets will probably be in the number... I, th- I think the Nets could do it to, so, for that seat. I think as it stands right now, the Nets are playing the Celtics in a seven-game series. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I kind of want to see what it's like when Ben hits the court, if he decides it hits the court at all. Um, the Celtics have been rolling the last, you know, um, the last 15 or so games of the season. 
So I'm excited to see what this is about to bring. To be 100% honest with you, the West is going to be really yeah. tough as well. Um, you know, I'm also a Golden State Warriors fan, so I'm all things Warriors, all things Sixers oh. over here. So if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, but I'm excited about this NBA playoff and also excited to see who's going to come on top because there's no clear-cut winner this year. Yeah, and so that makes it interesting. And so I wish it was the Charlotte Hornets, but, you know, once I see the first couple of series starting, I will then maybe find me a new player to cheer for and a team uh, over there in the playoffs. But uh, again, exciting time for me. I always think of like these, the playoff series in high school. Uh, Cause I knew when they were coming up, I knew it was the end of the year. So I knew that like, you know, by the time the series is over, we will be almost out of school right. or like just that close. So the playoffs are a very special for me. Um, and then the last topic before we go is the WNBA. The WNBA just recently had a draft and uh, some of their regulations are catching a little heat from the fans you you know anything about some of these I regulations that they are saying joseph it's how the nba used to be um they have to be out of out of high school for four years before they can declare and go pro i haven't read up on this as much i just saw a clip before getting on this with you um i'm not a fan of that i feel as though if a woman or any professional athlete thinks that they're ready and has put in the work to be a professional um, they should be allowed to go give it a shot. Cause I mean, in any other field, uh, you can, you can be a pro at right. whatever age you want to. I'm a musician. I was a professional musician at the age of 15, 16. You know what I mean? As soon as you start getting paid for it is when you're considered to be a professional for it. So, uh, I don't agree yeah. with what the WNBA is doing. Hopefully they change that rule soon because some of these women deserve to be, um, in the WNBA, even though, the WNBA doesn't pay as much as they should. That's another topic for another day. That's why a lot of these women also play overseas. Mm. Yeah. And for me, it's like, okay, if y'all want to keep that rule, then when you get out of college, you shouldn't be able to get a professional job until four years uh-huh. after. You shouldn't have no Come on, loans. Sally so keep May, that not same today. energy. <laughs> Okay, not today, tomorrow, or for four years, or Navian that either. Okay, because you know Navian that brought out Sally May, but like I I just feel like. Listen, I listen, I hope that that settlement that they just settled, you know, we find out in July whether or not, you know, we owe anything. But, yeah, I didn't understand it. Um, and so, yeah, the WNBA does not pay as much as the NBA. And, you know, they cite, oh, there's not as many watchers or viewers. Well, how about y'all give it the same attention that y'all give the NBA? If y'all give the NBA, if y'all gave the WNBA the same attention, same sponsorship and same ding, money ding, ding, because ding, ding. it's there. So, yeah, but also before we go, I just want to, you know, give a shout out uh, to the 20th pick and second round of the WNBA draft for the the Indiana Fever. Okay, Destiny Henderson is a beast. And uh, my cousin played with her. So I knew who she was and I just whew, I love her. And uh, just shout out to her. And if any of the WNBA fans are listening, let us know in the comments. Tweet us if we got anything wrong or tweet us some more things that we need to talk about of the unfair wage pay. Like, what is going on? What in the Cam Newton is happening here? I'm not sure. 
But listen, this has been another edition of your Purple Pants play-by-play. And I am so grateful that I have my friend, my brother, the Joe to the Hatcher here uh, talking this with us and talking through us. Because listen, again, when I started getting into sports, I was calling Joey every day. And literally to the point where Joey was like, if you're going to keep talking to me, put me on the pod. And listen, he is on the pod as a regular contributor. Joey, before you go, where can the people follow you if they got some tournament questions or playoff predictions or just want to keep up in the world of Joseph Hatcher or... If they want to see what them dreads is looking like, they can't see the dreads until So, right, you know what I'm saying? Get a shape Um, up. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at joey.hatch, H A T C H, on Instagram. If you want to follow me on some music related things, you can find me at at hatchfest, H A T C H F E S T. And on Twitter, you can find me, um, I believe it's the Joey Hatch. Um, you can ask me anything. I would be glad to respond and, you know, take all questions. Yes. And listen, we'll be back in a couple of weeks for another edition of Purple Pants Play by Play. Bob's got a message. Bob's got a message. Barb's got a message for you. Barb's got a message for you. Oh, and I hope it comes true. Hi, this is Miss Barb, and yes. I am back with a few words of encouragement. Now, as I read these words of encouragement to you, they're also for me as well. So we all share in this journey. Trust yourself. Trust your growth. Trust your intuition. Trust your strength. Trust your abilities. Trust your journey. Trust that the things you are going through are supporting your becoming. Trust that you will find the people meant for you. Really, truly trust yourself, my beautiful friend. Trust yourself so that it does not matter what others say or what obstacles come your way. You will keep forging on and believing in your path. Trust yourself and your journey so much that you are so focused on forward that it really doesn't matter what distractions happen around you. Remain strong and steady in yourself. You've got this. You really, truly do. You are doing beyond great. Whether others recognize it or not, you are doing great. So keep being you. Keep trusting yourself. You are on your way. Love you. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? 
Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be. And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. And your baby boy is all about giving people their flowers while they are here and can receive them. And after watching last week's episode of Survivor, the two-hour merge, I was very sad to see the queen, the life of the party, the social media takeover queen that is Lydia. She went home and unfortunately she did not make the merge. And I can imagine what that must feel like. You know, when you go out there to play Survivor, we're playing to win. You, you want to win that million dollars. And not to make the merge at being so close because, you know, with this twist in the hourglass, you know, you almost made the merge. You didn't make the merge. But I really just wanted to take this time to pour into my good sister, Lydia. I have not had the pleasure of meeting her yet, but seeing her story, watching her on Survivor has been such a rewarding treat to see such a beautiful queen with so much personality and sass on our television playing Survivor. And if you are not following her on the Instagram or the TikTok. Listen, Lydia is a hot mess in all of the good ways that I am talking about. She crazy. Okay, her Instagram posts, her stories are so funny and it's like I love her tenacity. I love the way that she embraces life. You follow her on TikTok. You seen when she got eliminated that night, she had released this song okay, where Lydia was rapping and I was like, okay, listen, it's going to be my new little jam, but I just love Lydia and I love her openness during this season of Survivor. She shared with the viewers body image about self-esteem and you get to a point in your life that you got to love and accept yourself for who you are and know that you are worthy of love, that you are a beautiful queen and I just love to see that on TV because it's so relatable. Some of the insecurities that I have that I suffer from um, seeing someone like Lydia on TV being so vulnerable and sharing that it just truly makes us realize that we're all the same. And if we pour more love into ourselves and stop worrying about society's standard of beauty or society's standard of what you're supposed to be and just live your full, true, authentic life and have fun with it. And I really feel like Lydia embodies that, which is why I would like to honor her with this week's Freak of the Week, baby. We love you, queen. Continue to shine. And you might not have made the merge, but listen, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Sometimes the best players and the most long-lasting players, they don't make the merge. They're pre-jury. So listen, welcome to the pre-jury club, queen. You killed it out there. I can't wait to meet you. So listen, I want you guys to go to Lydia's page, okay, on Instagram, Lydia underscore Meredith and show her some love let her know she is the freak of the week and we love her we are sad to see her go but i have a feeling we will be seeing a lot more of queen lydia if lydia is our freak of the week that means we are coming to an end of another amazing episode thank you guys so much for tuning in always every week showing your baby boy so much love and supporting me i truly appreciate it if you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the purple pants podcast we're available 
available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever the podcast resides. We are there. Hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that we're in the playoffs of our life and we need to live our best life. Because it's a... It's a, it's a, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.